Hello and welcome to Thriving in Intersectionality, a podcast created to help you learn from professionals in the workplace who have multiple intersectional identities, from ethnic minorities, veterans transitioning into the workforce, individuals with disabilities, parents, and so many more. My name is Lola Adeyemo. I am the CEO of EQI Mindset and the founder of the nonprofit Immigrants Incorporate Inc. I work with organizations to build inclusive workplaces. This podcast was built to amplify the voices of leaders and immigrants in the corporate workplace and to give insights and guidance so people can move past their barriers and advance in their professional careers. Through interviews and solo episodes, I'm going to examine this global world of work. I know that you can learn a thing or two from my guests who have a range of experiences and stories to share. Join me as we meet new people who are successfully navigating the corporate space. Are you a corporate professional who is an immigrant or a child of immigrant? Are you looking for a community of support to advance your corporate career? Immigrants Incorporate, IIC, is a nonprofit that is building a community for you. Come and join us on Facebook. The Facebook group is Immigrants Incorporate. Belong and thrive in the workplace. See you there. Hello and welcome to the Thriving in Intersectionality podcast. My name is Lola Adeyemo. I am the host and the founder of EQI Mindset and Immigrant Incorporate. I focus on building inclusive workplaces with corporate organizations. And for these podcasts, for this episode, I always want to share tips and strategies around bringing our diverse population of employees together, uh, some of the resources and strategies that we can use to um, develop our career. So today, two key areas that I want to discuss and share on is uh, visioning. The second one is smart goal setting. So these are terms that we throw around in the corporate workplace. And a lot of times we talk about it in the context of the organization as a whole. We talk about what's the vision that we have as a company. And then we talk about, we set smart goals at the company level. So it depends on, you know, the kind of organization you have or maybe the level you are and how close you are to the executive suit. You might be more familiar with the process that the organization goes through to set the goals. And you might be more familiar as well with the vision. I mean, the, the, the organizations will do good jobs to make sure that the vision and the mission of the organization is something that every employee is familiar with, or they should, right? The right thing is that as an organization, no matter the size, you need to make sure that your employees, your managers, your leaders, everyone is familiar with what you as an organization are set as your vision and, and, the, and the, the mission that you are trying to accomplish. So uh, then the second one is setting the goals. So these two things, I want to first explain what it means. And then I want to talk about it in the context of individuals. So if you are an individual that works within the corporate environment at the intersection of multiple identities, right? Sometimes we need to be 
very intentional about how we think about these things with ourselves, right? In, in our own career, in our own roles, in our position and in our own development path. When it comes to individuals, the vision setting itself is, is usually done through vision board exercise, visioning activity, vision workshop, through whatever format. It's the process of really getting clear on an alignment on where we want to be as a person and as an individual within the company or outside of the company. Two years ago, a few years ago, I was privileged to actually participate in a visioning exercise with a group. Prior to that, I will say I have a vision and my vision is, I will say these things. What was unique about going through the vision exercise as a group was that was the first year that I would um, actually, before the year started, be able to create it in a visual format. And it was powerful for me because I'm a very visual person. I, I prefer images and the colors than words. And so initially, prior to doing that exercise, I would always think of vision as you know, words, like write one paragraph, write one statement that kind of stands for what is your vision, you know. Um, I think I, I'm i leaning, I was leaning more towards, you know, like the pitch, your 30-second elevator pitch and those kind of things when I think of vision. But a vision exercise is actually that process of really identifying what you're moving towards, getting clear on that. So so the the thing to note, though, is that even for organizations um, and, and also for individuals, it doesn't mean it's set in stone, um, but it's not as clear. It just gives us something um, to focus on, on a larger, very broad and strategic uh, perspective. So as an individual, when you go through uh, like the vision exercise is I look at what are the categories that I want to examine, right? In my case, the first time I went through a vision exercise was, okay, I'm thinking about my career. I'm thinking about my family. I'm thinking about my development. And, and you know, not necessarily the same thing, my career in terms of my role, my job, my development in terms of what am I learning? You know, is it, um, I'm a formal learning kind of person, but, you know, what am I learning? What am I studying? How am I developing myself? So I just looked at some broad categories and then coming up with um, a visual board. It was a Canva activity. I don't know if you are familiar with Canva. If you are not, you should check it out. Um, Canva platform. We're able to say, first, writing down words on a notebook to say in this category, what do you envision? What am I aspiring to? You know, think in five years, in this area, what do I want to accomplish? Five years in this area, what do I want to do, right? And five years is usually a safe way to start a visioning exercise, not necessarily because um, it's kind of locked in, but because most times when we think about one year or two, a lot of times we limit ourselves because we think, oh, there's no way I would have done that. So you want to choose years and your future, not too far, not 20 years, uh, but five to six to seven to think of, okay, seven years from now or six years from now or five years from now, when it comes to my family, where do I want to be, right? And what image would represent that? And then putting all of the images together, doing the same thing for 
all of the categories, right, that are important uh, to me as a person. And then coming up with this one single image, which is uh, a combination of multiple images that I can look at, I can put at a very clear, visible place. Um, in my case, it's on my dashboard, uh, on my desktop, is my screensaver, right? Some very visual representation of what you want your thoughts to be focused on. So a vision activity, vision exercise, it can be very, very helpful to establish long-term plan. It can be very, very helpful to give a clear path for us. But then the other side of this is usually more of the actionable and specifics, right? So it's smart goals. I mean, I could say goals, but in the corporate workplace, SMART is the acronym that is um, added to really emphasize on what kind of goals we are talking about. SMART is an acronym that starts for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely, right? When you set a SMART goal, um, you walk through these different letters, you know, as, a, as an activity by itself. So going through the S, uh, the very specific, what am I setting a goal on? So again, this is where we begin to boil down the vision, right? We know where we want to get to. So break it down into what is one or two things that I really want to focus on um, in order to achieve that vision. And, and then the other one is to make it measurable. What, what metrics? How do I want to quantify my success? How do I want to uh, track, keep myself on track, right? And the next one is being achievable, right? A lot of times we set some goals that would, you know, sounds very lofty and and eye up there and and then we put so much pressure on ourselves for something that will never happen, right? So is it achievable? You know, be very honest around the process. Like, is this something that I really can do? And And then is it realistic? Is this a goal that is even feasible, right? Like, am I, am I being true? Am I being honest to myself? And then timely, when? When do I want to achieve this goal? So what happens is setting SMART goals and building a vision, it applies to us as individuals as well. And, and if we want to take personal accountability for our career, it's important to recognize that, you know, these are some of the terms that we need to think about our own career as well. And the best place to do that is within a corporate environment uh, because there are tons of opportunities. And uh, because we get hired and we get brought into the organization into a certain role, which is usually like a tiny speck in a broader network. A lot of people make the mistake of assuming my career is my manager's responsibility or my career is my company's responsibility. Your manager and your company, yeah, they should have some responsibility. Uh, but most times when it comes to your career, you have a broader view. You have a deeper understanding of yourself and your skill set and your interest and insight into yourself as you grow, as you develop, as you peel back some of the layers on you as a person and what you're interested in because it goes beyond the role. A lot of times what happens is with the organization and with the manager, you are really in a position. You are a headcount within the organization. And so um, leaving your career, your growth, your vision, um, your smart goals to the organization to determine is setting yourself up for frustration, for burnout, uh, because we evolve. 
right? Uh, sometimes we, as we continue to grow, as we continue to discover new skills, new tools, I mean, now everything is all about AI. And it seems like every single day there's something new about AI coming out. And, you know, people's level of comfort with it is very different. Uh, some people are excited. They can't wait to dive in. They can't wait to use this, to leverage it. Some people are a little bit more hesitant, right? Um, well, five, ten years ago, I don't think anybody was setting a career growth <laughs> and goal around learning how to use AI, right? But that's what is applicable now, right? What is that opening up for you? Right. So when you're thinking of setting smart goals, is is there an area that you want to really narrow down and focus on developing yourself? Right. I want to learn a skill or I want to learn this skill or I want to learn something that I would add to my technical skill portfolio. Right. Be as specific as you can be, because then that makes it very clear. Uh, but again, it, it has to be something that is realistic. It has to be something that you can measure how you are progressing uh, towards the goal. And then uh, the time aspect of the SMART goal is very important, is you can't leave it too open-ended. A SMART goal uh, within the corporate workplace is usually set uh, annually, right? So you want to give yourself a year and say, this year I want to whatever that is. Some people use calendar year. Um, if it's a company or if it's an organization or institution that uses the September to August calendar year, some employees, um, uh, some team members also set their goals around the uh, the year for the organization. Uh, try and set a time uh, that goes up to maximum one year. Uh, where we're talking about personal smart goals. Now, when it comes to organizational goals, you know, those sometimes they go longer. Sometimes the, the strategic roadmap goes broader than that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about certain goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound, right, for ourselves, for our careers is very important. And so building that and also pairing it up with vision because they go hand in hand, uh, right? So SMART goals are usually more specific. Um, vision exercise give us a broader view of where we want to go. And vision, vision exercise, I mean, there will be things that will be on your vision board that might stay on for two, three, four years, right? Uh, but a SMART goal helps you to take steps to achieve the things on that vision board, right? So I, there's an opportunity to pair both together. Some of the, the pros and, and the cons for both the vision exercise and the SMART goals, they are very complementary. Uh, vision is sometimes not tied to, you know, not tied to time to time and in terms of limits, but you want to make sure that it's guiding the goals you're setting. Your goals should be smart, but they should be aligned also with sort of like my broader vision. Um, there are things that could come on and off your vision board. There are things that could gain more clarity on your vision board, but your smart goals is sort of like the action plan to get to your vision. So your SMART goals should be something that, okay, this is, I'm aspiring for this. Okay, in one year, I'm going to do this in order to move the needle for me to get there in at some point in the future, right? So set SMART goals, pair it with vision, 
another important part is to do it as a group. Some of these things, we talk about it and it becomes sort of like uh, broad terms and conversations. Um, if we have an opportunity to get together as a group to work on building your personal vision, right? Because even when you look at organizations, the way things these things are done um, is usually uh, a team of leaders that would come together and, and boards and, and would really flesh this out uh, based on the external environment and um, a lot of other factors. And so for you as an individual, if you're thinking of how do I build and grow my career, how do I get clear on my vision? How do I set goals to make sure I'm making progress towards that vision? Um, if you have an opportunity to get together in community, uh, for example, internal communities at work within your employer resource group. Organizations, a lot of organizations have programs and events around these different areas. Or your department, right? If you get an opportunity to sit together with one or two people, if you have a mentoring group, it's really great. It is always um, helpful to be able to do it in community. If you are comfortable doing it by yourself, great. You know, document what those goals are and tie it to the vision that you have. If you have goals without vision, you could become too rigid sometimes because if you're looking at the big picture and then you set the goals on how to move the needle, if this change, if things change, if the environment changes, some of the things that you have set as goals to move the needle might need to, to get moved around. But your vision would still be the same. So even if you switch things around within your tactical steps, it's still going to move the needle, but you might have to do it a different way. So that's why it's kind of important to think about both as, as at the same time, pair your SMART goals with your vision. Be able to provide that guidance for yourself. And, and overall, you know, make sure you're measuring whatever you do as you set your goals, as you clarify your vision, just know that your career, your growth, um, it's yours, right? So if there is a need to switch things around, things are going to keep getting clearer and clearer. So you have to leave room for yourself to make changes when you need it. But get in community, get together with people, get together with experts, get together in programs that helps you to flesh out some of these things and, and to keep yourself accountable, keep measuring, keep tracking yourself and don't forget to celebrate the wins. As you hit the milestones, as you capture some of the metrics that you need to keep going, celebrate your wins, celebrate your wins and your career is yours. And as you take the steps, as you reach out to the groups, as you reach out to mentors, as you reach out to organizations, um, don't forget that you have the freedom to continue to carve and shape it, but you need to start somewhere. And I hope that's helpful. And I am looking forward to continuing to dive into these and, and some of these key terms and, and areas that can help, especially employees who are at the intersection of multiple underrepresented identities and are trying to grow their careers within the corporate workplace, that you do have opportunities to shape your career within the workplace. And there's so much opportunity when you're in a corporate um, environment. But sometimes we make the mistake of leaving the responsibility to our manager or to our organization. 
you can build your own vision and you can set your goals and you can make moves to achieve those goals. Thank you for joining me, Lola Adeyemo, for these important conversations about the global world of work. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to share our weekly episodes with your communities and co-workers. For more resources and upcoming events, visit our website, www.thrivinginintersectionality.com and join our LinkedIn group, Thriving in Intersectionality. Additional links and resources are listed in the show notes of this episode. Thank you.